Have you been struggling in your relationship? There could be more to it than meets the eye. Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Colina. For years, I was in a very toxic relationship, which I didn't recognize as abusive until the day I left. Let's take a look at the abusive patterns and behaviors to tear down the walls that could be holding you back from moving forward and living your best life even after abuse. Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Are you ready to get started? Hey friends, thank you for joining me for another episode of Let's Just Face It. Remember to share today's episode so you can help me get the message across your friends and family members or anybody that you know that might be experiencing some kind of abusive behavior. Abuse not only comes from romantic relationships, a husband or wife, abuse also comes in family and friends and even our workplace. But today we're going to be talking about romantic relationships and financial abuse. Financial abuse is very real. The problem is that sometimes you don't know you're being financially abused. During a normal, healthy relationship in the good old days, the man would take care of the finances in the house and the woman would take care of the kids and the home. Because that was a model that was set for us, it might lead us into financial abuse without even realizing. The fact that a man can go to work and tell you to stay home and take care of the kids might work in some healthy relationships, but it opens the door for financial abuse when the intentions are not good. The times that we used to live where the man used to work and the woman used to take care of the house, many women still believe that this is done with good intentions. The sad part is some men are doing it with good intentions, but some are not. And we have to be able to tell the difference because in a healthy relationship, this can be very healthy. But in an abusive type of relationship with any kind of abusive personality, it can leave you stuck beyond ways that you can imagine. I remember when I started my relationship, I have always been very independent. I've always had my job and my money. During the relationship, there were many instances where he would ask me why my money was my money and why did we not put all our money together because we were a family. During this process, I was also seeing the fact that he didn't know how to manage his money. Therefore, I was not going to let him dip his hands into my money as well. You have to look at the red flags. And I know that in many abusive relationships, we have ignored the red flags in many other different aspects. But when it comes to your finances, Depending on where you come from, you have to look at everything around you. If you are with a person that tends to struggle financially, putting your money with their money would not be a good fit. You should be the one in charge of the money. But that does not mean that there will be no financial abuse if you are the one in charge of the money. So it can go both ways. You can be the person in charge of the money and still be financially abused. Or you could be in a situation where you have no access to money. Everything has to go through him. He has to authorize everything or he has to give you some money for you to be able to do anything at all. Limiting the access to money or the finances of the home, not knowing about the family finances, is some kind of financial abuse. But if they don't want to make it that obvious, they can let you handle the finances as well. 
but you would be so limited into what you can do and how you can do it. And you will be told exactly how to do everything. But then everything will be your fault when there is no money, not enough money, even when you're not the only one dipping your hands in the money. In the times that we are living, I would not recommend any female, any woman, any mother to stay at home unless finances are really good. But anyways, I would always recommend a woman to have their own independence. It doesn't matter how big or how small. Even if you're only working to be able to afford the things that you want to buy for yourself, it is always good to have your own things, your own finances, and your own savings. It doesn't even have to be related to abuse. It is always good to be prepared. And I'm going to step out of our topic for a minute. I had a friend who had a very loving marriage and two kids. All of a sudden, her husband, which was breadwinner of the family, did not wake up. She was totally devastated and hurt. And on top of all of that, now having to struggle financially because he was the only one working at the time. It had nothing to do with abuse. It was his time and he did not wake up. In those instances, I can only wonder what she went through financially, emotionally, and everything else. But even when there is no abuse in the relationship, there should always be equality in the finances. It doesn't mean that you both have to go to work. There's many different ways to work around the finances these days. We've come to an era, probably due to the pandemic, that we mostly can work remotely. A lot of people can work from home. A lot of people can have side hustles. A lot of people can do many different things and still be able to stay at home and take care of the kids. You can still choose your hours. So you can be a mom, but you can also earn some money. I know there's a lot of women that struggle, that they can't leave their abusive relationship due to financial situations. And I have spoken to a lot of people that are stuck in their relationships because they have no support, family or friends. They have been isolated and moved to places away from all these people that could have helped them. If they have people that are close to them that could help them, they also are struggling financially. And they feel totally alone and stuck. I took it up on myself a couple of weeks ago to create the side hustle guide. I dug deep into people that were talking about doing a side hustle and different ways to make money. Because no matter how many people I wanted to help become better or help with coaching, there's a lot of people who cannot leave their relationship. You cannot get better in the same place where you got sick. For you to get better, for you to work with yourself, for healing, for moving on, to recover yourself, love yourself, confidence, your sense of self, everything that you have lost by being in this relationship, you have to work outside of the relationship. You can start working while you're trying to leave the relationship, but at some point you're going to plateau. Just like when you work out, when you work out, you have to keep confusing the muscle. You have to keep on changing the workouts that you are doing so your body can change. If you keep doing the same exercise all the time, there's going to come a time where your body is going to get stuck and it's not going to keep on changing. The same thing happens when you're trying to change yourself, when you're trying to get better. You need to start changing the things around you. You need to work on yourself 
for things to change and for things to get better. And while you're in this toxic, abusive environment, you can start to make changes, but at some point you're going to get stuck and then you're going to start going in reverse. And then you're going to have to start again from the very beginning. You need to figure out how you're going to leave your relationship. I have a guide. It's an exit strategy plan to help you plan out because when you can't leave, you can start planning your getaway. If you don't have money, you start saving. So it doesn't matter when you're planning to leave. You have to get ready. And the reason why you have to get ready is because if you don't plan, more than likely you will leave and you're going to come back. And it takes about seven times leaving and breaking up to actually leave or break up from this type of relationship. So imagine if you try to leave with no plan at all, you're isolated, you have no friends, you have no support, you have no money. You leave, you're going to find yourself in a place where you're more than likely are going to have to come back. And then you're going to have to start all over again from your first step. You have to start from scratch. You have to start from zero because once you go back, everything that you have or you thought you had fixed, it's probably not going to be the same because the manipulation, the gaslighting, the lying, the brainwashing, everything keeps eating at you. And everything that you thought that you have moved forward from is going to start holding you back again. It's going to start eating at you again. You have to plan your exit. So when you leave, you leave to never return. You leave to make it on your own. It took me about five months. I had my own job. I had my own finances totally separate from his. And it took me five months. What did I do in those five months? I started saving money. I started buying the things that I needed if I wanted to start from scratch. When I moved here, he had bought everything kitchen supplies, coffee maker, anything that we needed except for the things that I brought from PR, he had bought. So everything was very simple, but everything was set up, at least for me to be able to cook and all of these basic necessities. When I was leaving, I had to redo all of this because I had no coffee maker. I had no utensils. I had to start from scratch. I decided that I was going to start buying the things that I needed and I was going to store them, but I was getting ready. I was getting ready financially. I was getting ready emotionally and I was getting ready physically. Emotionally, and many women can attest to this, we leave the relationship emotionally long before we set a foot out that door. When you leave, you know that you are emotionally done. Make sure that you're also financially and physically done. As I had been talking to all these women and men as well, I realized that the common scenario that I was finding out as I was trying to help people is the fact that a lot of people are stuck financially. So I took it upon me to dig a little deeper and find ways that people can make money as a side hustle and from home. I created the side hustle guide. Not for you to make a living off of it, for you to get started somewhere, for you to find a way to have finances on your own, 
savings, or anything that can help you move forward financially. Because if you're not working, you will never be able to leave if you don't look for options outside of the box. If you are working, but the money is not enough, or he's eating at your every penny, you will never be able to leave. The reality of the financial abuse is that you have to find ways to get over this. And you can find ways to get over this. With the side hustle guide, you have options. There's nearly a hundred links. There are literal links that you can click on and go to the websites directly and find more information about different places that you can find a side hustle and start making some money on the side. This is not my expertise whatsoever, but because there are so many people out there that need to take action and have no idea where to start, I started researching and I started digging as if I was doing it for myself. It is not the end-all be-all, but it is a way to help you get your foot out the door. It is a way to help you get started because if you can get money coming in, to help you open the doors for a better, brighter future for you or if you're a mom for you and your kids. I am all for that. Again, this is not my expertise. This is not what I do. But I think that it is very important that people think outside of the box and look for other options to leave an abusive relationship. I know that you feel stuck. I know that it feels impossible. But if you have internet connection, and you have a cell phone. You can do most of these jobs with your cell phone from home. If you want to download the side hustle guide, just look for the show notes below and I will put the link right there. If you have a friend in need, please forward this information to them. Share the link, share the episode. And if you have been here before, I would love it if you would leave me a review. I hope this episode has been of help for some of you or helped you see that there is light at the end of the tunnel. There's different options. There's different ways of working through whatever your situation is. Remember, facing small fears can lead to big changes. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend or a loved one that might need this information. This way you will help me reach more people like you. Also, sign up for the email list at RaquelColina.com forward slash email. Don't forget, facing small fears can lead to big changes. Thank you for being here with me today. Have a blessed week.